Welcome to the Fit People Problems Podcast with your host, Rowan Edmonds. Fit People Problems will feature a guest each week to discuss the ups and downs of women's fitness. Rowan and her guests will cover topics from the potential harms of a fitness journey to turning a passion into a career. Tune in every Monday at 1. And now, here's your host, Rowan Edmonds. Welcome to the final episode of the Fit People Problems podcast. I've had such an amazing and fun time during this process, and I have loved getting to know my guests and my audience. It's been awesome. So for the very last episode, we are ending with a very, very special guest today. Here I have my friend Morgan Patton-Brown, and we are going to talk about having a fit and healthy lifestyle while being type 1 diabetic, pregnant, and with a newborn baby. So Morgan, how are you today? I'm great. I didn't realize this was the last episode. I feel so honored, Roro. <laughs> you are the honored guest today. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here, everyone. Last but not least. <laughs> exactly. So if you don't mind, just give me a little bit of a background of your fitness career from, you know, cycling horses, Orange Theory, CrossFit, all of it. Yeah. So I, um, I'm old. I'm old for all your listeners out there. I'm 33. <laughs> Woo, I know. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I grew up playing soccer um, when I was younger. And then when I went to college, I joined a the cycling club, which was just a club sport, mm-hmm. which most universities still have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to try something new. So started out doing that and then signed up for my first race and fell in love. Um and it was also had a benefit because I was, or I still am type one diabetic since the age of seven. Mm-hmm. So type one is an autoimmune disease where you have to take insulin and carefully monitor your blood sugar levels and activity. Um, it's not, most people are confused with type two diabetes, which is a very different yeah. disease. Um, so I've had type one forever. And turns out exercise helps a ton with blood sugar control and insulin Mm -hmm. sensitivity. So it had a ton of benefits for me personally. I mean, cycling and just exercise in general is great for everybody, but especially as a type one person, it was huge. Yeah, Um, I'm sure. So, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into cycling was at uh, the school I went to. Mm -hmm. And then race professionally until 2016 and then at that point um I quit cycling and was in a place where I wanted to focus on horses again so I grew up competing horses as well mm-hmm. and that's actually how you and I met for all yeah, your listeners it, out it there was because the horse world yeah I remember the first time I met you you were I think clipping <laughs> Libby or something. You were like covered in hair. You looked like a yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I, was I remember like... that. I know you like. Yeah, I had like a mustache on because like her hair was flying all over my face and I was sweating. I know. I was <laughs> like, who is this Hobbit with my horse? <laughs> <laughs> it was this tiny muscle hamster who was covered in hair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> clipping my horse. Um, yeah. So that's how you and I met was because I was clipping your horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so 2016, I kind of shifted gears after I quit racing um, and started focusing on horses and competing horses again from back when I was younger. <clears throat> and then with that, I was like, you know, horses, if you're a top professional, you're riding like 12 horses a day, right? So you're yeah. getting 
a workout and that's kind of keeping you fit in the pack as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I was not a professional and I had one horse I was riding. So I was like, I want to do something else. So that's kind of what got me into the orange theory world. Mm-hmm. It was relatively new here in Athens. Mm-hmm. So I just went and tried it out and I fell in love. Um, it was kind of the first time I'd ever been in like a gym environment like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, in my opinion, a really great introduction to the fitness world. They make it super entertaining. Um, the workouts are always changing. It's very, it can typically be pretty beginner friendly. The coaches that are there are making sure you're doing like the correct workout and selecting the right weights and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, because... Yeah, Brady yeah, and like I would you, go you with you guys. It. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was it was it was it was yeah. a really great introduction because that's also how I really started like getting into like the gym specifically. I know a ton of people who've gotten into gym life because of Orange Theory. Because it like for me, going into a gym at first, just like a big box gym, was it's intimidating. There's like so many machines, so many different areas mm-hmm. that I was like, this is too much information. I can't handle this. So I never really got into the gym until Orange Theory because it just, it like simplifies things and it tells you what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then COVID happened. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so everything, yeah, I know. World shut down. Um, and then coming back out of COVID, I was like, ah, I kind of want to try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I got into the CrossFit thing. It's like, in my opinion, Orange Theory turned up a good bit. Like, there's a little bit more Olympic lifting and mm-hmm. barbell work. Um, I personally really have loved it because it is pretty challenging um, and yeah. you never feel like you conquer it. So it's been outside of horses and cycling, kind of like my next passion hobby that I've yeah. been doing. And I've absolutely loved it. And I actually, so I'm six weeks postpartum right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just so had I had my first baby. kid. Bruce Lightning. Just had a baby. Aww. Yep. Bruce Lightning Brown. He's fabulous. Um, <laughs> and actually, he's like, he's so freaking cute. Uh, CrossFit did that all through my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about CrossFit is it's super adaptable to different fitness levels. And obviously, I was pregnant, so I wasn't doing everything as written, but I was mm-hmm. able to make a lot of adjustments and then I actually started back um, at the gym the last week or so back in the CrossFit gym and I missed it a ton and then other while I was pregnant I also walked a lot so yeah that's what I do is because I haven't actually with this being my last semester school has been so 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 busy and I'm just trying to squeeze out every last minute of college experience as I can so I have I haven't set foot in a gym in probably two months but I've gotten I walk for at least an hour every day I've gotten super into running so I'm finding different ways to get that fitness high I guess I just I've lost a ton of muscle definition and I'm trying not to beat myself up about it but it can it can be hard for sure yeah, no, I mean, don't beat yourself out. Beat yourself up about it at all. Like, it'll come back, and sometimes taking that break is good for information and just a reset for your body, too. Yeah. And like like you said, your last semester, so I'm sure you've got other stress factors and yeah. 
your life right now <laughs> with <laughs> finalizing everything and you're probably going to move and all that fun stuff. But yeah. Now you have to become a real adult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Priorities are shifting and they're shifting to places they've never been before and I don't know how to handle it. <laughs> You'll be all right, Rero. You got it. <laughs> exactly. But so, you know, you mentioned that you had to sort of tailor your CrossFit a little bit when you did get pregnant. So what did that look like throughout your trimesters compared to now? Yeah. So the first trimester, um, you don't really, like my recovery was the biggest thing that I noticed was that I wasn't recovering very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely I backed off the intensity. Um, and at that point I also worked because in CrossFit, they, it's called in the gymnastics movements, they'll do kicking, pull-ups and things like that. So instead of doing that kind of dynamic movement on a rig, I was doing like strict pull-ups mm-hmm. um, just because to limit, you don't want to like put too much stress on your midline yeah. as you're getting more and more pregnant just because everything's expanding and um, you don't want to call, it's called diastasis recta, which is where the muscles start to separate. You want to try and avoid that mm-hmm. in your abdominal wall as the baby grows. Mm-hmm. So um, second trimester, definitely felt the best of all three trimesters for sure Mm -hmm. but again my percentages on lifts went way down by the second trimester like workouts would say like do a clean a squat thing at 75 percent and it was like by that point I was like maybe squatting like 50 percent of my one rep max Mm -hmm. so it's definitely very humbling like (laughs) yeah yeah it was very very humbling being pregnant and working out because you, you you just let go of percentages and you let go of your ego because your body, it, is, it was the first time in my life where my body, I wasn't able to force it to do something because <laughs> um, I was creating a human. You were so making a baby. <laughs> yeah, I was making a child. I was making a brief lightning. It was the first <laughs> time where I like, couldn't force my way through things. So that's kind of like what I've always done is I've always pushed my body whenever I wanted and made it ride my bike 120 miles or mm-hmm. go do three orange theory, orange theory fitness classes in a day. Like I was just you know, the first time you couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, you got to think about yeah, the thing so, that you're growing. <laughs> I know. I know. Shocker. <coughs> um, and then the last trimester was, I slowed way down. Um, volume wise, I was probably going like three days a week by that point. Um, definitely more focused on mobility and doing yoga mm-hmm. versus doing CrossFit and then a lot of walking. And then really the last four weeks, I was just so physically uncomfortable and tired that mm-hmm. I was kind of only walking by that point. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, it's pretty remarkable the changes that your body goes through in pregnancy in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So like I said, the whole experience was very humbling as far as life was not able to like I said force my way through workouts or do things and I just it was the first time my body wasn't an athletic body like it was but as far as I had to back everything off significantly and actually listen to my body (laughs) yeah that's I just one of my guests that I just had before you she has two kids she's 40 years old you know she had her first kid when she was 19 and she's super into fitness and we were talking a lot about 
the changes that her body went through because she went through an emergency C-section for both of them. Or the first one was emergency. The second one was not. And, you know, my mom also, my sister and I were both C-sections. So just the changes that your body goes through in every sort of aspect and then trying to maintain a level of fitness can just be almost impossible sometimes. So, you know, I'm personally dreading when I have kids for a lot of different reasons, but that's definitely one of them. (laughs) You'll be fine. I mean, honestly, the delivery wasn't, to me, I was not a fan of being pregnant, but I also had ended up with a C-section as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So in like that, I think, Afterwards, coming back to fitness has been just a little bit slower with recovery, mm-hmm. but it really hasn't been that horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it was because I was so active throughout my pregnancy. So yeah. you'll you'll be fine. Just stay I like stay active, and people like my OB and everyone, all the physicians I was seeing there, like just do what you're used to doing. And I think it's important to live a lifestyle where you're constantly moving and doing something physical. Yeah, so I that agree. Because I think, I think it honestly made my pregnancy relatively easy. So that's yeah. my two cents. Yeah, no, I'm sure. How did being, I know you can't compare being pregnant and fit and diabetic to not being diabetic since you've been, had diabetes since you were a super, super young kid. But how do you think yeah. that influenced it in any way? With being diabetic and pregnant, you're considered a high-risk pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So... People with diabetes tend to have larger babies and there's higher risk of like heart complications in the baby. And there's just all these things that can potentially go wrong, placental failure, all of this stuff. So for me, it was super motivating to really stay on top of my diabetes management. And part of that is doing physical activity on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the best control my diabetes has ever been. It was very challenging, mm-hmm. but, it was super, but I was like, I want my child to be healthy and okay. So this is what I have to do. Yeah. Um, so I don't think my control of my diabetes would have been as successful had I not been exercising throughout my pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. What, um, cause I know you mentioned that you've been walking a ton and you've just started like this past week or two getting back into CrossFit. Do you have any yeah. plans in the future to get back into cycling or horses? I know you kind of – I'm sure you will because I know you, and I know that you can't stay away from that. <laughs> I but. know. I know. Yeah. No, I totally – like, I still have one horse. Um, actually, Rowan, your old horse, Peter. Peter Bill. Love Peter so Bill. <laughs> so we still have him, and um, I've been actually taking – that's, like, one of the plans that I'm hoping – that he likes horses as well because I would absolutely love it if he would ride horses with me but if he doesn't I'll just ride it myself but uh <laughs> still definitely want to ride horses yeah. and I'm actually planning to start back this week since I got the green light from the OB actually this morning oh um, yay get back yeah so she's like everything looks good you can go back to riding and da 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 so I mentioned I was like well I started back a little bit early in the gym and she knew I would um <laughs> So, hey, what can I say? And then, yeah, cycling. I mean, that's cycling is always going to be in our life mm-hmm. because Thomas and I, that's how we met. And yeah. even if it's just riding our bike in the neighborhood to go get coffee or riding out for the group ride, like, mm-hmm. we will always have cycling in our life. And I just personally <clears throat> backed off, obviously, when I got pregnant mm-hmm. from doing group rides just because of the risk of falling. Yeah. But I actually kept 
I kept riding my commuter bike around town in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um, until literally like three days before I gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> like riding a bike is actually, it was like it's so low impact and it's something that I'm really used to. Yeah. Like it was one of the things that I could still do when I was really pregnant and wasn't miserable. <laughs> yeah. I, I so, remember from a very, very young age, my dad would put me in the little pole behind uh, oh. things in his bike and I'm like if you and Thomas don't do that I'm gonna be so disappointed no no no, no. we totally will we totally will we just have to like wait for him to be able to hold his head up because right now his neck is like a noodle <laughs> and I don't like like you just have to like yeah you, they're just like a blob right now so you don't you wouldn't be able to breathe yeah that's minor fine. issue my, little issue yeah, minor issue. who needs yeah. to do that anyway yeah. um <laughs> yeah no we yeah definitely we will put him in the little toe behind when we uh, get to that point. Yeah, that's good. What um, plans and goals do you have for the future? I know you mentioned bringing Bruce Riding with you, but what what do you personally want to do in the next couple of years regarding your fitness journey? I know you used to do a lot of CrossFit competitions as well. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely would love, I actually was talking with my PT earlier this week about I'm hoping to do the ass half which is in October. Mm-hmm. It's a half marathon. I thought that would be like a good goal to work on throughout this year. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I ran a little bit before and I've always had some sort of running in my life, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I'm, I think I'm going to do that at the end of this year. And then definitely for 2024 would love to get back into a CrossFit competition. Cause I mean, it just takes time for my body to recover right now. And mm-hmm. like, this is, like I said, with pregnancy, it's, the first time I can't force my body to do something yeah. and really I want to have a body that lasts for a lifetime mm-hmm. and with, like the stress that it just went through having a kid. I just am focusing on being nice to it yeah. and like setting some very attainable goals for right now. And like I said, so running the end of this year and then I'll look at 2024 where I'm at fitness wise and like what, I can do mm-hmm. and see if a competition is feasible at that point. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great, good goals to have. What, um, so you better come and cheer for me if I do get to a competition. Oh, year. I'm going to put, <laughs> I'm going to put like streamers on myself. I'll chase after you. Okay. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be okay, your cool. biggest fan. What okay. advice do you have for people who might be in your position and want to get into fitness, whether they just had a kid or they're diabetic or both, what advice would you give to someone who is in your position? I always encourage people to start small. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be like, I'm, I'm going to run a marathon. Like, no, just maybe say like, Hey, in three months from now, I'd love to go walk a 5k. Yeah. And then have that goal on the calendar and just do a little bit every other day to start. And then just slowly incorporate things into your life fitness-wise that are sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, at least for me personally, especially when I was younger, I would go 0 to 100. Mm-hmm. And that's not very sustainable for most people. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I would just, like train like a crazy person and it's like that's not something that you can do forever so like I I personally believe that fitness should be something that you have in your life for a very long time and so you have to remember that it's fitness is a marathon not a sprint you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like take a level that is something that you can do for the rest of your life and be happy with 
and mm-hmm. you have that time set aside that works with your lifestyle and schedule. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that completely, especially with the fitness is a marathon, not a sprint, because I too have yeah. been the type of person to bite off more than I can chew in regards to fitness. Like in high school, I would go with my sister and you to five, six a.m. Orange Theory classes, and then we'd work out during school, and then we'd go ride horses or go to cross country practice, yep. and we were just go, 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 go. And now I'm like, okay, I have two hours to myself. I could go to the gym, but I'm going to go take a nap because I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, and that's and that's fine. Like knowing when that when it's time to do that, do that. Yeah. And like obviously, when you're in high school and you're living that lifestyle, that's not a sustainable thing that you can do when you're forty years old with a family and yeah. a career. Yeah. So it's just like you it's know, different it's just, for everybody. Yep, exactly. And it's like you know, listening to your body and also making sure that you're able to do something mm-hmm. no matter what priorities you have at that time exactly you know i always say the gym will always be there but the time that you have right now will not you know the, the, the present exactly. is the present it'll be the past sooner rather than later so embrace the gym when you can but spend the time with the people you love working with your family you, you're not going to get that time back so enjoy that time no exactly you're so wise rowan <laughs> I try. I've grown. I've grown a lot the past couple of years. I'm a lot different than the anxious, snotty brat I was when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, I loved it though. Yeah, teenage angst. I'm here for it. <laughs> I still got a little bit of the teenage angst, but it's wiser now. <laughs> well, I still do too, Rowan. It never goes away. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. Well, thank you so so much for being my last guest on my podcast. I really appreciate it. It was a very fun time. Aww. Very good episode. Thanks, Rowan. Of course. I really hope to see you and the new baby soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Fit People Problems podcast. This has been the last episode, and I've had a fantastic time throughout this entire process. I hope my audience has enjoyed it as much as I have. Don't forget to check out my weekly blog that corresponds with this, posted every Tuesday at 2. What I talk about here, I'll give my own thoughts and opinions on there, which you can find on my website, which is linked in the bio of my Instagram at fitpeopleproblems underscore. I've had a great time, and I hope you guys have too. I've been your host, Rowan Edmonds, and this has been the Fit People Problems Podcast.